welcome to the Uncomfortable Reality Podcast Show, and thanks for tuning in. This is a show shattering the norms and bringing real talk and critical thinking with a common sense approach on life, politics, religion, and social issues. And now here's your host, Randall. Hello, hello fam, and welcome, welcome to the Uncomfortable Reality Podcast Show. I am your host, Randall. And I'm sure you are probably thinking, he sounds funny. (laughs) That's my phone voice. And we, we all know about the phone voice, don't we, fam? (laughs) So on today's show, we will be discussing sellout or survival, navigating in white spaces. Let's go. Okay, fam, what's up? What is up? Let's get right into it, shall we? First off, let me give a big, big shout out to my son, Miguel. Um, he's not only my biggest fan, but he uh, he helps me come up with some of these titles and, and different phrases that I use on the show. So, you know, uh, I like to thank him because sometimes I get, I get uh, the writer's block and, you know, kind of, it doesn't really hit me right off. Sometimes I wait for it to move me, and it takes a little while to move me. And sometimes I'll reach out to Nigel and ask him, "What do you think about this? Or what do you think about that?" And he, uh, you know, kind of turn the light switch on, and the bulb comes on, and boom, there it is. So he helped me come up with the title and uh, a lot of the talking points I have in this show today. So thank you to my son Nigel. I appreciate that. There are a lot of people, including myself, (laughs) that are just so pro-black that some look upon others as sellouts if they dare not carry themselves as a revolutionary 24-7. Well, I'm here to tell you, we all have to navigate in white spaces. I remember my mom, she had her phone voice. And as a child, you don't think much of it, but now you understand it's about survival. Unless you own your own company, hell, even if you own your own company, I think it's safe to say everyone has sold out at some point in their life. Yep, I said it, including me. Everybody has had to sell out for survival. Don't believe me? Try walking up in a job interview with that revolutionary pro-black talk. (laughs) I guarantee you, I guarantee you will get that. Thanks for coming in. We'll be in touch answer. Right? Or say you work in an office answering phones or whatnot. I'm pretty confident your voice has changed softer and calm and non-threatening, so to speak. What's the phrase we use when we hear someone educated speak without the hood talk or whatnot? You sound white. <laughs> we have used that phrase for decades upon decades not fully grasping that 
by saying that, we essentially were putting ourselves down. Living in America as a person of color, you basically have to be a two-face. <laughs> Understand? But it is purely survival-driven. To be able to survive in a country where we are viewed as a threat, not smart enough, or even subhuman. I mean, just think, here in the 21st century, we just now have a law protecting us in the workplace from discrimination regarding the very hair that comes out of our scalp. So we all know for survival, we learn to, you know, kind of navigate in these white spaces. Now, we do have those who choose to align themselves with whiteness due to the underlying self-hate. They not only navigate, they are straight up trying very hard to fit in and be accepted, even if that means speaking out against anything black, like a Candace Owens or Jesse Lee or what's this guy, uh, Senator Tim Scott. Imagine this fool. Lone black Republican senator just voted against nominating the first black woman to the Supreme Court. How does he look at himself in the mirror? You know, I, I, I don't get it. I don't know how, I don't know how his parents, how his mom or dad, if they're still living, I don't know how they even let him come over to the cookouts. How do you explain yourself? How do you, I, I, I don't know how he can even look himself in the mirror. I mean, that was just unbelievable, but you get my point. Okay, so they are, those people, they are straight up putting on a show for white people. That's what they're doing. They're putting on a show, okay? But navigating is the often overlooked aspect of whiteness, so to speak, that nobody of any color ever talks about. Now, us people of color, we may jump to a conclusion and prejudge without fully understanding one's background or life. And being a pro-black progressive, I see this a lot within the fam. You know, we are so revolutionary and so pro-black, we at times forget maybe, just maybe, that brother or sister is just surviving and navigating in white space. I'll give you an example. And this example is kind of like a prejudging, in which involves myself, <laughs> okay? So when I was a kid, I used to listen and look at Brian Gumble, and I'd say things like Uncle Tom, sell out, not just because of his color, but because he spoke eloquently, which again, to us, when you don't know any better, we say talking white. Well, what I didn't know was that Mr. Gumbel was a straight up revolutionary, mad ninja-ish. <laughs> yeah, I just made that word up. Y'all feel me though, right? He was mad ninja-ish. See, he was operating in white space 
and outwardly looking like a sellout. Yet deep down, he has been on the front lines of social justice and has raised his voice when he could have been like so many others and remained quiet. You see, just because peeps are not wearing dashikis and an afro and holding up a black power fist yelling power to the people, doesn't mean they are not fighters for social justice. I often think how hard that would have been back during segregation and Jim Crow for our brothers and sisters to maintain their cool when confronted in white spaces with the boy or whites only and just turn the other cheek. You see, I myself have been so revolutionary. I have spoken out against those before me and criticized their passive approach to civil rights. Now that I get to sit back and I'm blessed with the gift of being able to stand up and gear for war, but also have that side of me like my mom to be the peacemaker and the thinker and learn to compromise and to see sometimes you just have to, in her words, let it go. And I'll give you another example of survival in white spaces. We all have seen, heard, or had some type of input on the whole Will Smith, Chris Rock situation. And those that follow my Facebook page, I think you know where I stand. I felt Will was straight up out of line. But to expand on that situation, how it fits directly in today's show, not many understood what Chris Rock probably felt at the time of the incident. For those that didn't know, the Oscars was produced and directed by a producer of color. And this producer, his name is uh, Will Packer. Yeah, he goes by name, Will Packer. So for us, having that representation, it was kind of a big deal, you feel me? So Chris gets slapped by a brother in front of the world. And at that moment, as a man, I'm sure he thought about getting on Will's ass. <laughs> you know, even though Chris is not known to be a thug or a fighter, but again, as a man, I'm sure he wanted to get busy. Now, what many probably didn't understand was he had a few seconds to understand he was in white spaces and his actions, probably unfair, would reflect on all of black America. So what did he do? He went into survival mode, knowing he had the weight of black America on his shoulders and he turned the other cheek, literally. And that, in my opinion, took courage on top of courage. See, most will not admit the book dancing or selling out, but the uncomfortable reality of it all is we live in a society built on white supremacy, and there are times where 
We all had to turn the other cheek to get that job, maintain that job, or get into that school, or get approved for that loan, et cetera, et cetera. We do what we have to do to survive and succeed and make sure our children have a better life than what we had. And if that takes using a phone voice or putting on that shirt and tie looking like a sellout, it doesn't make you a sellout. It makes you a revolutionary in a smart and tactical way of surviving in white spaces. So to my pro-black revolutionaries and activists, let us not be so radical that we look upon others as sellouts, but think deep and understand we too had to do what we had to do to survive. And that is the uncomfortable reality of living as a person of color in America. I thank you for tuning in. And I'll see you next week.